Welcome to Energy Stew. This is Peter Roth, your host. And I'd like to ask you, where is the light right now? You know, it's light out, not much, at least in the Northern Hemisphere. And what does it mean for the light of our, of, for our life, for our flow, for our awareness? So where is where where do you see the light? And maybe it's more internal light. And maybe it's more energy light, energy flow light, than it is the radiant light of, of the sun. So we're going to talk about that, those other lights that are in our lives. And and they take place in alignments and geometries and um they're not just the blast of the sun. <laughs> They're really light that holds information, holds flow, guides us. And so it's really important for us to believe and, and work with that light. And to help us do a better job is one of my closest friends. And uh, she and I go back a long, long time together, working together. Um, Exploring light together. Lisa Denton, Lisa, welcome back to Energy Stew. Thank you so <clears throat> Excuse me. Thank you. You got me all choked up, Peter. <laughs> oh, okay. Thank you so much, Peter. Sure. So, so what I'm saying is that we need to understand how, what is light that we're talking about if it's not the blast of the sun, the daylight, where can we find light and, and and how do we use it? That's really um, such a pertinent uh, topic on many levels because it is both. It is the light of the sun, the stars, the central suns, the great central suns. It is all that light that is beaming incredible amounts of information and frequency and sound and intelligence to us, but it is also the light of our own, as I have said, most advanced bio-spiritual technology, where we are always um, <clears throat> that spark, we call it a spark of divinity, because it is light that is your essence, that is your true essence. So it is mm -hmm. coming from without as within, because we are, uh, we have, and we'll talk about this in just a little bit, greater alignment to the true light of our multidimensional self than we ever have historically as these humans that we are. And so both is happening that there's more, but we're also at this time of year in the Northern hemisphere with the shortest day of the year. And a lot of us who are sensitive are feeling that compression of going deep within. <clears throat> and so we need to, you know, uh, understand that this is the celebration of lights. That's why both uh, the, the um, Hanukkah and Christmas they uh, celebrate the, the the light coming back in the northern hemisphere. And so this time, I think it's more pertinent uh, than ever before. Right. You know, and I was just thinking that we are light beings. We say that all the time, but I find myself like in the middle of the night when I have to get up to use the bathroom, if my room is too dark, I'm lost. <laughs> I can't say, oh, I'm a being of light. I can find my way. 
uh, you know, it's when I was younger, I think my radar was better. But uh, nowadays, it, I just I have to even I find myself walking differently when it's too dark. And um, and then all of a sudden the day when there's light in the in the bedroom, I'm walking normally. I'm going, how can I be so different when I, I don't I can't see the light? So. It, so that's why I think it is important for us to have Christmas lights and Hanukkah lights and all that to light the way. Mm -hmm. And so, that's what yeah. Hanukkah is about, is about having enough fuel for, for light that lasted eight days. And, um, and so we need to celebrate the light so we can not have to walk in the dark. <laughs> I think, yes. And I think right now, and that's something uh, you and I had spoken about, is the idea of, uh, let's go back to, uh, again, the concept of Lemuria. Uh, and that at that point, uh, when our understanding is that they were living, our Lemurian uh, ancestors were living in a period of great peace and harmony with creation, where they could find their spark of light and integrate beautifully and form with the elements of this beautiful mother earth and live for that bliss or love is a difficult, I think, word often to, it has so many different connotations, but that there was this idea that we were here to expand our creational radiance. And that was the bliss and the joy of being radiant creators here and having bliss and joy in that co-creation on and a radiant planet on a radiant planet and we have lost that uh, our our that experience is our primary experience through many many however uh you know patricia Coderobles says the fall <laughs> when we were very much as i said often say i think the initial uh, the, 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 the first sin was doubt, you know, as soon as we had doubt that we were radiant beings, then we felt lack and separation. And then we felt jealousy and jealousy leads to competition and, uh, and divisiveness. And so those are the things that as soon as we actually disconnected from our concept of being radiant creational beings to here to create with the bliss of this beautiful gorgeous planet earth and that's this is at a time now where we are moving into uh, greater access to those frequencies of our light of our multi-dimensional selves so that we can remember that that's who we are here and that's what we're here to experience and, and what i'm feeling about all this is to think in terms of light holding information because light isn't just you know brightness light you know has all kinds of information folded within it and uh, and so even in the dark as light beings we are information yes and I, and I even notice in the middle of the night I can if I wake up and I lie in bed in, in, in a dark room my eyes are seeing light <laughs> with mm -hmm. my eyes closed I mean I, I have my eyelids closed and there are these lights moving through and it's like wow where is that coming from but that's a different but, story i don't know uh, but anyway so but that it was a, a, a amazing revelation a number of years ago when i um really discovered that the word ion 
is an acronym for information of nature. And uh, I, a then, photonic ion of light is information of nature. Everything is information. Literally. Everything. Yeah. The food we eat is information. You know, it's, it's, but, but we don't know it if we're not conscious of it. I love the idea of remembering that everything about us and each other uh, and, and the food and the trees are all information. And the yes. idea to align with the information. So that being said, I want to talk for a minute, Peter, about my uh, understanding of where we are in our timeline of this big moving into the age of Aquarius, this great time of going from world system one to world system two. We're moving into a greater uh, 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 octaves of frequency of information available to us. And one of the things that I was looking into recently is that whole idea of axiotonal lines, because axiotonal lines are really, they, they create the energy network uh, in, the, in the light body where information and frequency and dimensional frequencies are transduced down into the meridians and chakras and our DNA. So where do and, we find these axiotonal lines? Well, you can find them certainly uh, in the meridians and the, the, our, our ancient Chinese uh, wise ones understood the meridians of the body and that they were 12 primary axiotonal lines that aligned with our 12 uh, um, different light bodies and dimensions and meridians and chakras. And that each line has a corresponding dimension and frequency and color and light. But there are also additionally axiotonal lights in our earth. We have planetary axiotonal lights, the earth grid, the beautiful information that the earth is. We know now so much more about how the trees communicate through their words. And there, there are grids or planet, planetary and there are uh, axiotonal lines. And there are also universal and galactic uh, and, and solar system axiotonal lines. They're, they're networks of frequencies of information. And what's happening right now is every Stargate, and we just here right now have been going through the 1111 and the 1212 and the 1221, the shortest day of the year, but like never before, and I'm not an astrologer and I've listened, I listen regularly to some very brilliant astrologers out there who are talking about the alignment of our planets and our solar system in a new place in our galaxy never before. And the alignment is creating these stargates where there's a full spectrum of these multi-dimensional axiotonal lines available to us in our own light bodies and are uh, connected to the earth, connected to our sun and our planets, connected to our solar system, and the solar systems beyond solar systems. So that's a macro level because it's really, uh, but to understand that, how do we apply that to ourselves? What yeah, does that mean to yeah, us, right. right? Okay, so this is great. Out of so many of our scientists and our astrologers and meta metaphysical wizards understand all of this, but what does that mean? And what that means is we have more information available to us if we learn how to sensitize ourselves to it and utilize that information for awareness, knowledge, wisdom, lessons. 
So uh, I, I I shared this with you earlier. Uh, do you want me to share again that 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 my experience of free, of frequency of when this I'll just share it. Yeah, please. I, I was I was uh, in this, this beautiful rehearsal with all these beautiful dancers and children, and I was busy and open and happy and totally focused, and I felt my spine uh, tighten up. And someone had walked in the room. I didn't see who that was. My back was to the door and I felt my whole spine just tighten up. And it wasn't until I had, uh, was able to turn around uh, several minutes later and see this woman who had walked in the door. Now, this woman, I would say, carries a frequency of, let's just call it uh, manipulation. That is a similar frequency that was very traumatizing to me with my mother in my childhood. So for me, I had information available to me that I have what I've called a frequency vulnerability still to that frequency that that person carried. And that person was just walking in with that frequency so that I could become aware that I was still vulnerable to that frequency. It really has nothing to do with that person. And it doesn't have to do with that, me or my relationship, but that I then could feel the frequency, which is information for me that triggered a contraction that said, wow, there's still a part of me that's still wounded and felt powerless to that particular frequency. I think I've got to focus on that so that I can find that particular area for more self-love, more soothing either Ho'oponopono or what many, many tools in our toolbox. And that's what we have done at Heart River forever is, and, and is how many tools can we keep introducing to people in their toolboxes so that we can use that information to then find greater ways of self-love. And as we love ourselves more, um, we bring more of our true light here and that's how we actually go back into that place of feeling ourselves as these creational radiant beings who are here to co-create with each other and with the planet. So that that's the whole, so understanding axiotonal lines, okay, that's really cool. And, you know, in our DNA and activating our light bodies and activating our 12 strand DNA, that's all really cool. But what does that mean? That means, we have more information available to us if we sensitize ourselves to it and know that it's there to both tell us when we're really in alignment with that dynamic flow of beautiful life and light and when we have adjustments we need to make or can I, make. We don't need to. It's I, I, interesting. I it's all in divine order yeah. to have these interruptions to our flow. Uh, we need them. And, you know, maybe if there's some astrological transit that somebody could point to and say, that day you were supposed to be interrupted. <laughs> and this woman came in and did the job. Uh, and that's how serendipity and synchronicity work, both positively and negatively for us. Because this woman actually was beneficial to you for you to experience this. It was a messenger, just a messenger for me to, to, to have greater awareness and more self-love so that that frequency uh, is I'm no longer vulnerable to it ultimately. But what this is showing me is the patterns of life are pervasive. And these are patterns of information, uh, patterns of flow that uh, teach us 
and work with us and we evolve through them that are at play every day. I mean, you can have people look at your daily um, source cards and your daily, you know, daily astrology, daily human design, and and say, oh, this is what's at play today. How are you feeling? And you're, oh my gosh, I better watch out. <laughs> or, or, or thankfully, you say, oh, this is great. It means it's a good day. So, what does that say about life? You know, on every level, how it's structured around us through these alignments, axitonal, geometric, sacred geometry. It's all flowing in ways that are conscious and that our consciousness is totally, not only in alignment, but managed by them. You know, at, at a higher level of knowing of, you know, how can the universe know what your soul needs are? How can the universe know about your issues with your mother to bring this woman into your life that day? You know, it's like, how? And you realize that it's all, life is so magical, but it's magical in, in information. It's, it's, and the information is so vast, it's beyond our imagination. And that is what is amazing, is that yes, there are creational intelligences who have, who they, um, they modulate and regulate and distribute and organize creational forces and laws of our universe that are so beyond our understanding that there's communication going on all the time. And there's a feedback feed forward system that's so exceptionally brilliant. Yeah, it's it's wonderful, and and I'm. I think we don't know ourselves. We've never been taught. This is a problem in the education system. Nobody, no kids are taught how sacred they are. You know, in terms of alignments, in terms of soul, uh, soul journey. Um, information that we have to live through every day that's at play every day and we're, we're brought up just to bump around in life we're, we're in school they don't tell you anything other than um this you know reading writing and arithmetic it's it's more about i mean of course you know what i love about school or the more about the social implications of, of every day in school and how you present yourself and how life presents itself to you. But nobody is, is shown why. Nobody has shown these stories that our souls are born into that will always be present in our lives that we need to align ourselves with. And, and so this time of year, of the inner light is the time to witness this about ourselves. Much more, like summer is expansive and winter is contractive, but it's contractive into the, the, the microcosm of our souls. And knowing, hearing the ticking <laughs> of our soul beings and, and and the frequencies of it and how they how they show up and 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 just be learn to be watchful learn to be aware of like 
when that woman walked in the room behind you, you didn't even know she was there and your frequencies shifted. And so we can all every day sensitize ourselves to the flow and and use it. You know, I, I really like that a lot because it's also conversely sensitize ourselves to when we get inspirations. I mean, we have more and more <clears throat> synchronicities, I think, showing up for all of us than than it, than ever before. And <clears throat> so when we get, uh, uh, um, <clears throat> like you think of someone and then the phone rings and it is that person who's calling you, we can sensitize to our, our, ourselves to the fact that we are getting information all the time that we have desensitized ourselves to. So when we have, when you get hits on things, when you think about someone, when you have an inspired idea, take action, take note, because we're getting signals all the time that we, not just the frequency of where we need to heal or move into more alignment, but where we are in alignment, but we're not listening to that light. And I, th I think that is so important here in the Northern Hemisphere. This is a period of contraction so that we learn to listen more. And then we get to know ourselves better. Right. And and I'm just thinking also how this is the time of year of much deeper connection. For instance, sending out holiday cards to people is the way of reconnecting that you don't get a chance to do when when in, in the expansive time of year. You know, it's more this we need the light of each other. And so I know when holiday cards come in to me, it feels like each envelope I open is another light, mm. another opportunity to feel love and caring and and that lights me up. So I think it's also, we have to think of this time of year as more of, because it's uh, contractive, we contract together, kind of huddle together and can love each other better. Um, you know, when it's expansive, it's more active and we do things together more, you know, just more the social external activity. But in this time of year, it's more intimate. It's more, we see the caring, we see the love. It's, it's more responsible to each other in that way. And that's beautiful. And so, and that's light. And so, yes. you know, yes. it lights me up to feel the love and caring of people who remember me. Which actually takes me back to namaste, which is, I see the divinity in you as I see the divinity in myself. Because you cannot really see the true light in another unless you see it in yourself. But you can't see it in yourself unless you see it in another. So it's a sharing of light that reminds us of our light. Right. And the more we do that, actually, we expand our own perception of ourselves. And for me, that's one of the biggest factors of this time of transformation is expanding our perception of who we really are and our interconnectedness. And that's what it gives us. You know, when you feel the light and love and recognition from others, it, it's a greater sense of your own well-being. Yes. It's wonderful. <clears throat> well, then I think we can all begin, hopefully, the idea, and uh, on a very practical level, 
is faith is not that someone on the outside will come save you, but faith is, is that there is divinity. And when you're open to the synchronicities and the lessons, you will be carried exactly where you need to go. So you have you don't tr need to try to control so many things you can't control anyway. And it's exhausting. Right, right. So treasure your light and, and expand within it. It's beautiful. So let's talk about uh, you and the fact that um, on Saturday mornings, you uh, lead a, not only a meditation, but a discussion group mm -hmm. that is, and that you lead and, and bring so much of your own wisdom to. And people can um, join that. And they can also, you, you, you do private sessions with people. So how can people reach you? Uh, I have a very basic website that's lisadenton.com. Or you can email me at lisawdenton at gmail.com. Or you can always contact me through Heart River, uh, where I'm on the board and very proud of being associated with the Heart River Center. Yeah, and we and we love your Saturday mornings, and I, and I feel that they really are a big part of Heart River. Thank you so much. That was an extension, you know, of our days uh, driving up and working with Mark. Is is that I love those discussions so much? They always pushed me to use my intuitive abilities in an ex in an expansive ways. And so that's sort of like going to the gym for me is sitting down and and you know expanding my intuitive capabilities of the, the flow of energy of the universe. Now, you and I were in a very high spot of our lives when we would drive up weekly up to Central Mass to work with Mark Newkirk and the Lightfield uh, organization and help develop Lightfield as a consciousness expansion machine. And you and I were an integral part of it. And But it was also, for me, it was the gift of traveling with you every week and the deep discussions we had and mm -hmm. it's, it's it's wonderful so so but, we carry we carry that on on saturdays so yes. uh, it's a world healing meditation every every saturday uh 8 45 a.m uh to 10 o'clock a.m eastern time in the u.s and all are welcome it's free and open to the public yeah that's wonderful to know and i love them every every saturday morning and you're ter always terrific and and what you present and, and and talk to the group about. And I'm glad that I can throw in my two cents. <laughs> yes. So it's wonderful. So Lisa, Lisa Denton, it's been such a pleasure to talk with you and, and uh, explore this subject matter with you. So thank you. So I encourage every person and any person who has the chance to listen to this you know, just honor the fact that you are truly a spark of divinity. You are a unique and special light, and your light is essential for the success and the future thriving of humanity. And the more we can expand our perceptions of that, the more we can see that in everyone else. So right, right. And you know, we're talking about it. it's it's unfortunate that everybody isn't hearing these words all the time. Uh, from many different sources. Right. So, well, I hope that's where we're headed. I do. Yes. And community. And community is essential for our uh, survival here on the planet, where everyone's unique gifts are celebrated. Uh, and uh, our, um, it's not that differences disappeared, but they don't. But there's a common commitment 
to, um, <clears throat> there's a common commitment to goodness, to projects, to wonderful success, where again, where every unique individual is celebrated. And yeah, we're all here with a, with a <clears throat> divine purpose and, right. and, uh, and we're all going to fulfill it at some point uh, because we wouldn't, our souls came here to do that. Right. So, Lisa, thank you so much for being on Energy Stew. I love talking to you. Peter, always a delight. Thank you so much. Much, much love. Thank you. Likewise. And this is Peter Roth, your host of Energy Stew at PRN.live. I can be reached at Peter at Heart River, H-E-A-R-T, river.org. Um, thank you so much for listening and uh, see you soon. Happy, a happy holiday.